All right, good morning, everybody. Um, I got a message this morning, just warm my heart, and I, I want to sing this nigun. One of the chayalim that's going in and out, you know, in and out of, uh, of Azlan, Hashem Yishmur Alav. He, he, when I woke up this morning, he said, he said, I woke up singing this nigun. He said, I didn't even realize it was Friday. I totally lost track of, uh, of days. But I woke up this morning and I was singing this nigun. He says, I think I heard it from you. I don't know if it's yours, but it just, it gave me so much koyach, he said, and it gave me koyach to remember that this is all about bringing light into the world. And, uh, you know, just sing it strong, sing it with love, so... He was referring to one of my nigunim that we sing here, so I want us to sing it right now. And is that the shem it should really be to bring so much, so much light into the world, like nev- light like we've never experienced before, and it should provide a torch of, of light and clarity for all of our chayalim <coughs> b'doshim to do exactly what they're what they're what they're what they're doing right now, with even more diu clarity of Ezra Hashem.
different. Every niggun is uh, <coughs> every niggun is, is just different. Every niggun is very different. Every tire is different. Every parsha is different. Every every person's face is different. Everything is different. Everything is different. Yeah, everyone understands how on all fronts everyone has to up their game. And we're all waiting for a revelation. We're waiting for, we're, we're, we're trying to bring about a revelation. We're not just trying to win a war. We're not just trying to stay calm. We're not just trying to get people to come home to live in Eretz Yisrael, to say that they live in Eretz Yisrael. We're, we're waiting for a hitgalut, a revelation. And Hashem Baruch already told Avram Avinu last parsha, the way that the revelation game works is that it's called Asher Areka. It's called, I'll show it to you, but I, I'm not going to give you any more information. And it's in a place called Eretz Yisrael, also. And... The, the Torah that we have right now in the world, the Torahs that we have access to, you know, those, the world of Ptimius Torah has never been more needed to be accessed. And usually during the week where it's Rav Shlomo's to try at least one of the sessions to do something, some of his words, and it, it just, the, week, the week has flown by. It, on the one hand, it's been the slowest week in the world. And on the other hand, it's flown by. Like the same Chayal that I just told you left me that message this morning said he woke up today and he didn't know it was Friday. I think I shared with you last week when I spent time with the Chevra from the Rabbanut HaTzvayit of, body, of the Zihui Chalalim of identifying bodies. So they, one of them said that after the first Shabbos, during the first Shabbos, he, didn't, he was so busy all day long had to just non-stop with that work of Malachet HaKodesh, of, of this body identification, and, and I don't want to get into the details right now, but he said that it was, he realized, he looked at his watch, and then he asked someone, and he realized it was Friday night, 8 p.m., and he didn't, they didn't even realize it. They didn't even realize it, and they, they, had, and they did Kiddush. Can you imagine? Can you imagine this? If that's not a Hid Galut, I don't know what is, Right? But we're not talking about a hitgalut that comes from that from that side. What we're waiting for is a hitgalut that comes from a place where where no one ha- where no one's suffering, where it's all light, all light, pure zach, deep light. And Pashat Vayera is definitely one of these moments that it reminds us of what does it really mean to have a, re- a revelation from Hashem, a, a godly revelation, and we have a, we have a bunch of them. But I want, to learn, I want to learn one Torah from Rav Shlomo on Bayera today. As our Hachanah for Shabbos, there's no way I have enough copies, but you know, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. This is one of the most, it's just one of the most beautiful teachings. And I think that you and I, are, <coughs> that, are, that are going through it here, are tasting this. You'll, you'll identify with these words very much. Because quite often, the, the answer, the reply to what anyone asks is always, there's no words, right? <clears throat> How many times have you heard that? Like, there, there are just no words. There's no words to describe anything. There's no words. That's what it's like. 
That's what it, it seems to be a common, a common answer. Now, I, I do want to say one thing also, is that obviously you're seeing these words and they're in Hebrew, and you obviously know that they were said over in English. But I learned something really, really special from our dear friend, Reb Shalom Barat, that he would choose to teach this type, type of Torah, Dafka, in Hebrew. Because when we read in our Mamelashon, and we comprehend the words, we think we understand it because it's in English. And the Torah is not meant to be comprehended and understood. The Torah is meant to be digested, inhaled. It's meant to be taken in on such a deeper level than just knowing what the words say. And somehow, when you actually have to, especially for Chavah, that Hebrew is not their mamalashon, when you, when you work like that, it actually goes in much deeper. It actually like, does what it's supposed to be doing. I used to wonder why he would do that all the time. Because I would, I would give him so much, so much like, uh, text in English, but he always would teach it in Hebrew. It was so interesting to me, and I, I, I understand it. I understand it, and I think I do. I think I do. So, as you see over here, the, the title of this teaching is Me'ever Shemot, Me'ever which means beyond names, beyond knowledge. Let's listen to what, what he says over here. This is from Evan Shlomo, Parshat Vayera. Parshat Vayera. This is how the Parsha begins. Vayera, love Hashem, Amre. God revealed himself to him. That's the key thing here. Be'elonei Mamre, in a place called Elonei Mamre. What should have the Pasuk said? God revealed himself to Avraham, but it just says to him. It doesn't say to Avraham. In order to understand this, you have to ask. What, what does a person need a name for? Why do people need names? Right? If I was the only person in this world, I wouldn't need a name. The reason why I need a name is because there are other people that are in the world. <laughs> but if I was the only person in the world, I wouldn't need a name. Right? It, it's just, it distinguishes me. It, it's... It's basically saying, oh, this is this guy's zehut. This is his identity and by name, nachon? But look, look, look what he says here. So sometimes when I need someone's attention and they're a little bit far, I call out their name because I need to get their attention to come closer. That's one level of using a name. And sometimes I love someone so much, I just can't stop saying their name. I don't know if any of you had like these crushes when you were little and younger. You'd say her name, all, just say her name all day long. Just say the name, right? Say the name. So sometimes like you love someone so much, you just, you just, you just want to say their name all day long. You can't stop saying the name, which is also very, very deep. The deepest place a person can reach is a place that is beyond names. What does that mean? In that place, I'm connected to the other person, a deep personal connection, which is even beyond choice. 
כל עוד אני מחובר לזולת במדרגה של שמות בלבד, as long as I'm connected to another person on the level of names, where it's just names, יום אחד אנחנו עלולים להפסיק לקרוא זה לזה. We may one day stop calling out to each other. ונפסיק להיות מחוברים זה לזה. And we'll stop being connected to each other. So this whole thing that he prepared is explaining to us the first few words of this parsha. Why? This is the revelation. We were talking about revelation before. This is the revelation that Avram Avinu privileged, he merited in the beginning of our parasha after the, when, by, by saying, Hashem revealed himself to him. Didn't say a name. That after Avram Avinu entered into a covenant with God in last parasha, השם גילה לו שהברית הוא מקום של מעבר לשמות, מעבר לבחירה. Beyond names, beyond choice. וירא אליו, אליו. We have the same lashon somewhere else in the Torah that is just as deep. Because it's the moment, the closest moment we've ever had besides Matan Torah to Mashiach. Where is that? מדבר אליו. That's one of them. Before that, Yosef and Yehuda. Vaigash Elav, Yehuda. Who went up to you? Who, who, uh, who went up? Who did he go up to? Yosef. To Yosef. Why doesn't it say that? Why doesn't it say Vaigash Yehuda El Yosef? Because Elav, to him, means, like you said at the beginning. What's this next level of revelation that as, as, as Orthodox Jews, sorry for saying that word, but you know what I mean, that we're supposed to enter into right now? What, what is the revelation? That when I am speaking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I believe that no one else exists in the world, not because not I don't care about anybody else, but because in that moment of revelation, Be'emet, in that little world that I'm in, not the little world, in that massive world that I'm in, no one else exists. And, only, and in that place, I don't need names. I don't need a name in that place. Why, do I, why would I need a name if no one else exists? Because I'm the only one. Huh? Because I'm the only one. Because I'm the only one. And there's such a loud war. You know, this war is the loudest war that ever was because of social media. It's such a loud war, you know? It's so, look, look what it did in, in the world. There was never such a thing like this. It's so loud, loud, loud. And part of what we're, part of this war, spiritually speaking, is holding on to the word Elav, that when I'm davening, there is not, there's no one else in the world. There's nothing else. And that happens after making a bris with Hashem. Last Shabbos, it was literally... You know, what we're speaking, like, literally, literally, britot, right? Actual, you know, brises, and brit ben brit ben abitarim. But making a covenant with Hashem, Zatomeret. Where in the last month have I made a covenant with Hashem? To get to this place of Elav. Where in my avodat Hashem? I know I have a lot of feelings, I have emotions, and I've done a lot of chesed. I'm sure everyone has done a lot of chesed, like all these things. But have I made a covenant with God in the last month? I know those are words that, you know, who talks like this anymore, right? Who speaks, who speaks words like this? Right? Only the, the freaks, maybe, speak like the hippies. 
do we have we have another option? If we want to feel, if we want it to be in that level of me'ever l'shemot, me'ever l'bchira, beyond names, beyond knowledge, beyond 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 choice, then it has to be that in our in my personal avodat Hashem, in my personal spiritual work that I'm doing, I have to discover a place that in me that knows what needs to be done inside in order to make this leap towards the world of a love, because the world of a love, just to him and there's no names, is a place of revelation. How do we now? What happens in a place of revelation? What do you think would happen at that moment when something is revealed? You'd think you'd have a whole Megillah of new laws and new rules and new context and new instructions, right? A whole new world. Very interesting. That's not at all what happens. Start over. Huh? Start over. Well, you could start over, there's a lot of different things, but as we know, is that what exactly did God give over to Hashem, did Hashem give over to Avram Avinu after that revelation? What, what did Hashem command him to do? Because he, he, he revealed himself. And what, what did he tell him to do? He says that to him? Really? Let's, let's say the Psukim. What does the Torah tell us right after the revelation? It tells us some details about he's sitting in the opening of the tent at the height of the day. Then what ends up happening? He sees these three angels, or pagans, and he sees like people. He sees whatever it is, images. <coughs> Shlomo says, throughout all his teachings on Vayera, and I'm so blessed. This is the Matna Shinam. I had nothing to do with this because I didn't do it. But this was the first Torah that I ever transcribed. All these teachings are from the first teaching that I got my hands on of a teaching that he gave over in 1988 in Yerushalayim. All these teachings on Vayera. And I, I, I couldn't believe that this was Torah. I couldn't believe that no one, no one ever said this thing before. So... Rabbi Shlomo says over there, right after he said this piece over here, a love, no names, he said, look at the Torah. What does the Torah tell us about what Hashem then told and instructed Avram Avinu at the moment of revelation? Hashem doesn't tell him anything. There's no words. There's no instructions. There's no manual. <coughs> In fact, you would think that now these three pagans are coming and interrupting a godly revelation. And you would think that the Frum answer would be, Rega, God is now revealing himself to you. They can wait a second. And Avram Avinu, in the middle of the revelation, lifts up his eyes and notices that there are people, there are people outside the tent. And in the middle of Hashem revealing himself to, 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 uh, to Avram Avinu, he gets up and he runs out of there and he goes there. So Reb Shlomo said over there, he says, do you understand what Avram Avinu understood? A godly revelation can last one split second. But the moment you're able to bring someone else into that revelation that you're experiencing, you elevate that, you elevate that experience so infinitely greater. Infinitely greater. And honestly, sometimes I feel it's such a struggle because I wish this year was in Schenken. I wish this kind of learning that we do, that every Thursday night we decided, listen, we're waking up, I don't even know what time, 
to go and daven really early in Tel Aviv, and then we're setting up shop. Like that, that part of me really, really feels like that is the way that we have to do right now. And then the other part of me says, but then, you know, we need the Shevet to be like, we need the tribe to really be clear as to what we're trying to do in the world in order, before you try to get anyone else inside. Because if you're trying to get someone else inside for, for chitzoni reasons, it, it, won't, it won't taste good. But sometimes, so it's a battle, I'm telling you the truth, always, in and out, in and out. It's an ongoing battle that I have. And then I go back to an easier and a safer place that I, I do believe in very much, is that at this shlav in our lives, many of us have families, we have children, it's about the yitzivut of the bayit. It's about the house, the structure of the house being as healthy as possible, learning this kind of Torah to spread from the house outside. There's a mashal, I think, from the Chafetz Chaim that says there's two ways of giving someone light. Let's take a cup. I'm sure you've heard this before. If you pour into a cup and you pour halfway, and then you keep on pouring to each person that has, you have to keep on filling your cup. But then there's another way, and that's that if you have a cup, and you keep on filling it more and more and more, it naturally overflows, and everyone that's right around you is receiving without have you having to go and go do that all the time. And both, and both shitot are right. Both shitot are right. You know? Avram Avinu, in the beginning of the parsha, was experiencing an overflow, an abundance of flow from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the angels were recipients of that, right then and there. So, <clears throat> one of the, the the rest of the teaching it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful Torah over here, where he explains again that the highest he, he basically just continues to uh, he continues to to explain this revelation. T- turn, turn to the next page, where it says in the second. Open your hearts over here. Haptiha, third paragraph. Haptiha shel parshat vayera. He ha gilui ha eloki ha. Do you have it? It's one eighteen. On the bottom. Haptiha shel parshat vayera. He ha gilui ha eloki ha gavua va mufla beyoter. Kaze shadam yodea velo yodea oto. Nogea velo nogea. It's like this revelation is you know it, but you don't know it. You're touching it, and you're also not touching it at the same time. It's so beyond our capacity to put our hands on it. Hashem gilal Avram amok amok lilibo mihu be'emet. That God revealed to Avram Avinu who he really is for tr- in, in truth. Be'emet. Azor HaKadosh Masbir, madua Hashem nira el Avram velo diber ito. Now the Zohar is going to answer our question. Why did God appear to Avram Avinu, but he didn't talk to him? You know why Hashem didn't say anything? Because what was the revelation? The revelation at that moment was, this is what it means to believe in God. This is what it means to be a Jew. This is what the Torah really wants of me. Well, wait a second, you didn't say any halachas. You didn't give over any information. Do you think the Torah is all about just giving you over information? The point of the information and the apl- applying that information is to have a moment of Vayera Elav Hashem. That's the point of it. This, is, this deepest depth that was revealed to him is beyond words. Avram Avinu ichnis minastam orchim gam lifnei shenichnas pravitim Hashem. 
must be Avinu was always bringing in people into his house, even before he went into the covenant with Hashem. אבל רק עכשיו אחרי הברית, גילה לו השם איך באמת מכניסים אורחים. But only now, after the bris, Hashem revealed to him how you really bring people into your house. ואחרי שהשם מגלה דבר כזה, אי אפשר לנוח לרגע. And when God reveals that to you, you can't stop. There's no rest. There's no rest. When Hashem reveals to you this inyan, there's no rest. אני מיד רץ ומחפש איפה האורחים שלי. I'm running immediately and looking. for my guests and not waiting for the guy to come and knock on my door and ask for tzedakah. I'm going out to look for the guy that needs tzedakah. Do I want you to know, we live in a kehillah that is so holy, I don't have a... I, I bemet could, could ball right now. I, there's people here that call me whenever they think there may be a need for tzedakah and says, if that person, find out if that person needs, let me know before they ask. Avram Avinu. Ha'amish Avram Avinu. K'mo she'im ha'yta li izdamnut l'arviyah chon gadol, if I had an opportunity to make a fortune, ha'yti ratz l'natzel ota, I'd run to do it, to make this fortune. V'lo ha'yti mashgiach kama cham b'chutz. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't make notice or pay attention to how hot it is outside. Zeu ha'gilui shel Hashem b'tchilat parashat v'yera. This is the beginning of revelation of God, the beginning of v'yera. גילוי שמעבר לידיעה עמוק יותר מן הידיעה, מבחינת תורה שבעל פה. And you know, just to, the rest you'll take home and, and, and read this, it's early Shabbat, there's so much to do, but I have to share with you when I saw this, ממש this week. This is a, a very special moment. You know, when Hashem reveals Himself to you and you see it, you taste it, you taste Am Yisrael. Like today, the revelation that we've had, that we're having, is tasting Am Yisrael. is tasting that none of us would, have, would choose to be anywhere else in the world, and you can't explain that unless you're in the revelation. You could say it to somebody that's not in it, and they think you're crazy. But when you're in it, you really can't imagine not being <coughs> in it. It's a crazy thing. But when you, and this comes from really tasting the Am. Tasting the Am. I want you guys to know, I'm going to share with you, I didn't share this yet, but it's a, it's, it's a, I think it's important. I didn't know if it was Shaykh or not. But one night this week, late at night, I, our dear brother, our holy brother, one that's tasting, a guy that's tasted Am Yisrael, okay? He's tasting Am Yisrael. Shem knows what every door needs. That's Hanan Ben-Ari. Tasted, he's tasting Am Yisrael. So he called and he said, it's Rip Shlomo's Yorzeit. I know it's last second, but we gotta, can you please come to my house and let's do an evening for, for Rip Shlomo. But it's just like, I, I can't make it too big because he said, because really, I'm going to Levaya and Levaya and there were Levayas that night that they asked him to come and sing and he said, I, I, need, I need one night to, of, of, of breathing again. So I got there late because there was so much going on. There was the seum. That night, and I, I, I left the scene a bit early because it was already so late to get up to Aritzchana. I get there, there's tons of chayalim that he's feeding in his, in his porch. All these chayalim. I, I, and then a few other chavers show up, and he's in orot. I don't know how to explain it. So this is a guy that's seeing the deepest pain of Am Yisrael and the most glorified beauty of Am Yisrael. 
And everyone forgot for a second about anything, and everyone forgot that they were guests at that moment in his house. Because it was tasting something, it was a gilui, it was a yidgalut. It was a revelation of a moment of light. So I told, he asked me to say something at that right then. And I said, I said, you know what? I'm finally tasting for the first time. For real, for real, for real. The Torah from this parsha, which is later on in this teaching. Where, do you know what level of achnasat orchim Avram Avinu and Sarah Imenu did achnasas orchim after the bris? Like from here on? When the angels were in their house, the angels forgot that they were guests. They were so welcomed that he explains that the angels themselves forgot that they were guests. Because Rabbi Shlomo said that the deepest level of Achnasas Archim is when a, you have a guest at your table and they forget that they're a guest. The same way of the way Hashem does with us in this world. That's it. The way that Hashem is with us in this world is his machnis orchim. On what level? When it's when it's when you taste it for real, is that you realize that Hashem caused you to forget that you're just a visitor. Because he makes you feel so at home in his world. This is the Hitgalu. So what words am I gonna, what what words do I have to say? And he started crying when I said that. Because I, it wasn't about uh, talking about him, it was just, it was just the mitziyah, there's a bunch of chayalim, there's a bunch of people of his, of his chavra that came from all different, all different corners, all last second, people that, that, that well, which came from Elohim, came from seeing stuff, whatever it is, and at that moment, in that place, when it was just about love, it was just about beyond names, it was just about light coming from, from this channel, everyone forgot that he, that they were an orach, and I want to say one more thing, and this is because of Josh Cantor, Josh asked me if, if I would have him send a video to his brother-in-law, who reached out to me last night, by the way. Yeah. To make a video to give strength. He's a big fan. To give him strength, he's, out and he's down there, down south. Children, I want you to know that each person there, at a certain point during the night, went up to him and asked him to make a video for someone. And each person felt that they were the only people that he was making a video for, just like your brother-in-law felt. I saw it with my eyes. You, you, you get to these levels of Yidgalut when it's really about tasting Nishmat Am Yisrael. To make someone feel that they're the only person in the world when you're talking to them, that's the greatest thing in the world. That's Vayerai Lav Hashem. You don't, need, you don't need to say anything at that moment. Right? You don't need to say anything at that moment. So as we're speaking so much about what is our... Bris, what is our Kabbalah's all? What is our level of taking on right now something? And of course, that we have to continue with the shas that we're learning, that we're doing a siyum on tomorrow. Everyone should come, shall shudas upstairs. And that sits us, and, and all the infinite amount of chesed, you know, may, may, may the jerry be alive in all of us forever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what's going on is, is beyond words, but that place right now of what we're going through, what this war is, 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 Krechzing out of us is a love. Is that I? Ha- it has to be that I go into this bris with Hashem, where when I'm talking to Hashem, 
that really nothing else in the world exists at that moment. And that's very hard, especially during the week, when I could check Twitter every second to see an update. It's very, very hard. Because really, it's, it's, all of us are, are struggling with that. It's very, very hard not to be in the know every second. It's a very, very hard milchama. And this is a little bit of like, what I, what I hope and pray, that when, as, as we emerge out of this victorious, that we'll understand the, the line that he said really before it touched me the deepest on the first page, where he said that there was no, there was no um, need for him to say anything at that moment. Sorry, no, it's just what we just saw. He said there was no need to say anything at that moment based on the Zohar because Hashem Gilala Avram Avinu Ma Perush Le'amin. When you have a revelation from God, what it means to actually believe in Him, what does it mean to be a Jew, and what the Torah really wants of me, really wants of me. What, what does the Torah really want of me? Let's, let's try to answer this. After all this, what does the Torah in the bottom line really want of me to do? All the halachas, all the Torah, all the chasidahs, all the things we're learning, what does it really want of me most? To be in the presence of God and to be aware of it. To be, that's again, that's a very, those are statements that they're too, they're a little bit too big. We have to, we have to not, we have to, it's true. It's 100%. But being one with Hashem, what does that mean? Lemaisa based on this, and don't worry, a moment, you don't know exactly what life's going to look like later. You know who also didn't know what it's going to be like after the, during this revelation? Avram Avinu. You think he knew? God said to him in the end of Lechelcha, the Torah didn't describe it. Listen, brother A.B., um, it's going to be a crazy revelation, and you'll know it's real if you then have an opportunity to do another mitzvah for someone else. No, that doesn't, it's not how it works. It's the place of the unknown that we're all suffering from that's causing so much stress. But the place of the unknown that we could also benefit so much from is coming up, showing up, and saying, Hineni. I don't know what that, I don't know what it's going to look like. But I trust that if I just focus on making a bris with you and showing up, your presence, Hashem, will give me the inner wisdom to know what I need to do at that moment. This level of das is Mashiach. You understand that, right? That's the level of wisdom that we are longing for when we talk about Mashiach days, and we say, Umala ha'aretz dea et Hashem. That the das, that the wisdom, will be filled in the whole world and fully in us. It means that we will intuitively know what we're supposed to be doing all the time. We will intuitively know. And Rav Kook says the Das will spread, will spread itself to every kingdom in the world, even in the animal kingdom, which is why Rav Kook says that there won't be korbanot, because animals will even have that. That's why Rav Kook says there won't be sacrifices. So that, this, this world of Das, like if we're really saying, like Hashem is Barach, you know, may this bring the Geula, you know, sometimes I feel like Hashem is answering back and saying, show me what it's going to, you show me a little bit what that's going to look like before I show you. Because the Torah, because the Pasuk, the Navi says, Shuvu elai aleichem. Show me, give me a preview of how you envision it. Let me see, let me see what your Shabbos is going to be like. Let me see how you are with other people. 
Let me see how you are when you're with me. Let me see what it's like for a few seconds. Shuvu elai. Oh boy, just a taste. Ptach li petach kechudo shel machat. Open me an, an opening, the, the tiniest little opening, right? And oof, what kind of light, what kind of abundance of shefa of geula is waiting for you on the other side. I give us a bracha to remember all the time what the point of our learning is all about, what the point of everything is all about. And to not have enough guts to not know who we're going to look like, what we're going to look like, what life is going to be like, just like Avram Avinu, the beginning of this parsha, but to trust that when it's a, if it's about revelation, you and I will know how to act and what to do the moment, while it's happening, not even after it's happening. Because in our parsha, it doesn't say, and then God finished. And then the story continues. It was happening momentarily. And we should be zocht bimachnis orchim on this level too. Then we bring guests into our hearts, not just into our homes, but into our hearts. They forget that they're just visitors in our hearts and they feel like they're living in our heart as well. And, it ha- and maybe that's the whole point of this Chabura, is that if we could establish here, here, right now, with, with, with all the Torah we've ever learned in this room, and in any room Hashem has blessed us to be together with, to, to somehow give over to the other person that we're with, you're not a visitor in my heart. You dwell in my heart. You dwell in my heart. I'm not able to at least make me think like that for a few seconds while it's happening. This is the bris, this is the chesed and alavai. There'll be a yizgalus for all of Am Yisrael. And it'll be done with more simcha than we could have ever imagined. And we should hear besorotovot, yeshuot, nechamot, ven nekamot. Amen. 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 Amen.